0: Hello there and welcome to today's episode that's about healing. Healing things in your sexuality but healing from a slightly different place and with a different approach. So today I'm going to share with you my personal story about having bacterial vaginosis for a long time recurring BV infections and recurring yeast infections for a long time, and what contributed to my healing. And I want to say first and foremost that I come from a nursing background. So I've studied body, anatomy, medicine to a certain degree, healthcare, pharmacology, you know, the stuff. So I understand the body through that lens or through that scientific understanding. But I have also expanded my idea and knowledge about the body through learning holistic modalities. And I've learned more about somatic healing, energies, spiritual stuff, like, you know, the alternatives, <laughs> the alternative stuff. And I've seen how that work can really contribute to healing and explain especially what we usually call like chronic things or when there's a recurring thing that keeps coming back over and over and over again. And in this case, and what this episode is about, it's about vaginal infections because they cause so much suffering and so much frustration and can be real pain in the ass, right? So, I had recurring bacterial vaginosis infections when I was quite young, like 18, 19, 20, for a long time. And I went to the midwife, I went to gynecologists, took antibiotics, and it just would not go away. And it would come back over and over and over again. And I hated it. And if you've ever had BV, you know the smell. It's like it haunts you, right? That smell. Uh, and you're like oh my god is other people feeling it can other people notice this you don't want to have sex because it just feels so uncomfortable and the smell right and it's just really really annoying and frustrating if you've had recurring yeast infections you know just how debilitating that can be the discomfort the pain the itching and the inability to have sex. And it's just a constant reminder, you know, as you go about your day of how uh, uncomfortable and yucky it is in your sexual center to have a yeast infection. So although these two conditions aren't life-threatening in any way, they sure as hell contribute to a decreased quality in life, decreased sexual quality of life and intimacy. And yeah, i feeling like connected and healthy with and within your body and specifically with such a core and essential part of your body, your sexual center, your sexuality and your sexual body parts, right? So What is it that I want to convey today? It's that no amount of antibiotics or antifungals or, you know, creams and these things that you put inside your pussy will make it go away unless you heal the underlying emotional slash energetic issue. Because I find that when it comes to these sexual issues like BV and yeast infections, more often than not, the cause is emotional. It's something in your energy, it's something in your emotions, inside your body, that shows up on a physical level. It's a boundary that you haven't spoken out loud that manifests as a physical boundary. It's a, an emotional discomfort or imbalance that shows up as a BV. So the body is infinitely wise and has consciousness. So every part of your body every organ has consciousness, every cell is conscious. This is a well-known fact in the ancient spiritual traditions, right? That the body is conscious. The body has a much more vast and comprehensive intelligence and consciousness than your mind. Because if you think about it, if you asked your mind to do everything inside your body that it does, your mind would Shut down and become so overwhelmed and burnt out in like two seconds. The body, the way that it maintains you alive, the way it maintains homeostasis, the way it does all of the thousands upon thousands of actions within itself on a cellular level, hormonal level, circulatory level, you know, all of these different systems and functions that we have inside the body that work and function pretty optimally. At all times, whether you're sleeping, awake, eating, still, working out, focusing, fucking, whatever you're doing, your body is an amazing machinery, an amazing organism that is alive and has consciousness. So even if you're the most like modern, atheist, pragmatic, non-spiritual person, you can like, you can bring that understanding on board and like understand and accept just how Complex and amazing, your body is at keeping you alive. And there's no way that your mind could control and execute on all of the different things that your body's doing at all times to keep you alive and keep your system running optimally. Now, if you're a little bit like spiritually inclined and leaning towards having a mystical understanding and energetic connection, understanding psychosomatic stuff and like how emotions impact the body and you understand that disease is oftentimes linked to emotional situations and circumstances and all of that stuff, then this is not going to be a hard pill for you to swallow, right? That your emotions can cause imbalance in the body and disease and show up as physical manifestations. Now, this knowledge and this understanding, this more holistic understanding of how the body works is more and more showing up in modern research, in the psychology realm and research but also in medicine. So we have, for example, functional medicine that looks at the body holistically, that understands the impact of thoughts and emotions and how that can impact hormonal realities inside and the chemical balances and things like that. And there are also some really cool pioneering neuroscientists and different kinds of experimental scientists that do very fascinating work on studying mind-body connection, the emotions and spirits connection with the body and disease and different conditions. So it's a bit woo. I get that. I I acknowledge that. But it's also not because this is becoming more and more realized and acknowledged and measured or sort of studied in, in scientific ways as well. So yay for that work. So when it comes to bacterial vaginosis and yeast infection. So when I was in my late teens, 18, 19, 20, I had a boyfriend and I did not feel respected by him, did not feel entirely emotionally safe with him. Actually, I felt very <laughs> emotionally unsafe with him. He cheated on me, he was emotionally unavailable. I felt subordinate. I felt like I was always chasing him and needing and seeking a lot of validation. It was an unhealthy relational dynamic. I understand through growing and maturing as a person and healing that I contributed to that dynamic in many ways. So this is not a blame game, but it was just a bad relationship and a bad dynamic. But I was so attracted to him, probably because it was such a bad dynamic, right? <laughs> well, I know that that contributed to the incredible desire that I felt towards him. And I had recurring BB infections. BB It was like my pussy was screaming at me, hey, something's wrong here. Something's not feeling entirely safe or feeling emotionally rejected, not seen and unvalidated. And I would just keep having these BV infections over and over again as soon as I had sex with him. Broke up with him, BV gone, literally. Didn't have BV again for years because the threat was gone. The conflict was gone. Fast forward a few years, and I was in a relationship with another man. He was amazing on so many levels, but I was not sexually attracted to him. And I was in a phase of my life where I was deeply unhappy. I was actually going through a depression, but I was still functional. But I I was depressed. I was going through a life crisis, identity, Crisis and I didn't want to be alone. And I really liked this person. I really loved this person for his personality and our connection. But we were actually supposed to be friends and not lovers. I loved him as a friend. And I never really loved him as a lover or felt sexually attracted to him. But I could not stand being on my own. So I was with him. And we had a wonderful relationship, but sexually, It was like such a mismatch. I was not sexually attracted to him. But I did not have the courage to admit that to myself or to him. And so I made myself have sex with him. He never, ever, ever in any way used any force or coerced me into doing anything. I did it to myself over and over and over and over and over again. And every time we'd had sex... I felt a sense of relief like yes now we don't have to have sex with him for another week or see how long I can sort of stretch it and it sounds absolutely horrendous and it was right but I was just not fully consciously aware of me doing that to myself and the reward was bigger than the the sacrifice right it wasn't like the sex was horrendous it wasn't bad sex I actually kind of Had pleasure and I was actually I felt so emotionally safe with him that I learned to have an orgasm with him but I was not sexually attracted so it was I had to like force myself in a way to have sex with him and to make myself be sexually aroused and it went against my authentic truth and so what did my body do what did my pussy do she expressed a boundary that I could not So I had recurring yeast infections every month, like biweekly, and they were intense. And I had never had them before in my entire life. You know, the occasional yeast infection every now and then when you'd been, you know, at the beach and you had your swimmers on for way too long and or whatever, you know, some sugar bender maybe here and there or whatever. But yeast infections were never really part of my reality until this relationship, until I coerced myself and my pussy to have sex with a person she really did not want to have sex with. And this was before I understood that pussy has consciousness and that the body has consciousness and has an opinion. And that if you override that opinion, if you override the authentic truth of your body and different body parts and your heart and your pussy and, and your spirit, Your body's gonna fight back and say, you know what? Fuck you. (laughs) I'll scream my truth at you if you don't listen. If you don't listen to the subtle cues, if you don't listen to my internal voice, if you don't listen to what I'm telling you, I'm gonna make you listen. And how does the body make you listen? Pain, physical manifestations of disease or imbalances and dysfunctions. So, my pussy gave me yeast infections bi-weekly so that I would listen to her. So that I would express the boundary. I could not have sex when I had yeast infections. And so that I would understand. Now, it took me a few years, but eventually I understood. And I shit you not, as soon as that relationship ended, yeast infections, poof, gone. A thing of the past. And they never really returned again. Now, these days, When I'm in a relationship with a man that I truly desire and want to have sex with. But, you know, we've been together almost a decade now. And sometimes, as you all know, if you're in a long term relationship, you got to work for it. You got to work for the desire. You got to maintain your sexual appetite. You got to keep sexualizing and eroticizing your partner. And sex is not as easy as it was the first six months, year, two years, two and a half years, or even pre-having children, right? But I desire this man. I'm sexually attracted to this man and my pussy wants him. And I just got to do the work to make my mind, put my mind in the right erotic mind state, put my body in, you know, maintain my sexual functioning and keep that sexual stimmer that I always talk about. So all of those things. But sometimes if I'm like really not in the mood and I still have sex and I kind of go, yeah, whatever, I kind of want it, but I don't get my pussy on board, I'll get a yeast infection. So she's still... (laughs) She still communicates with me in that way. And even though I'm a sex coach and I preach consent and all that stuff, sometimes I mess up, you know? Again, not because my partner expresses or, you know, exerts any kind of coercive energy or force, not at all. But, you know, sometimes it's kind of like when you go to a party and you don't want to go, but you go anyways because you feel you have to. Like sometimes I'll do that sexually. I'm human. We all do it. And sometimes that will give me a yeast infection, right? So I'm just saying this, I wanted to create this episode because I want you to understand that your body is not your enemy. Your body is in fact your greatest ally. But are you your body's greatest ally? Do you listen to your body? If this is the first time you've ever heard someone say that your body has consciousness and it has a voice and your pussy will speak to you and your womb will speak to you and your ovaries will speak to you and your heart will have an opinion then I understand that this could be you know, very eye-opening and perhaps even a little shocking to be like, oh my God, I don't have a voice inside. <laughs> I don't hear it. Is something wrong with me? No, it's not. It usually takes some dedicated meditation, inner embodiment work, and reconnecting with yourself and your body to understand that this is true and not just something that I'm saying, and to start to hear your inner voice and the different voices of your different organs, kind of. Hello, my dear. If there's one self pleasure practice I think all women need, it's pussy worship. Because so many women have deep unconscious beliefs that their vulva is ugly, disgusting, problematic, difficult, weird looking. The list is long. I've even created a whole episode on pussy worship and pussy gazing. So today, I just wanted to let you know that you can download a free guided self pleasure. Pussy worship practice where you get step by step guidance on how to worship your pussy. It's a beautiful worshiping practice where you will gently heal, change, and eradicate negative beliefs about your pussy and make space for pussy magic and pleasure. It's so profound. It's so healing. It's so wonderful. And I want you to have this experience and to feel love and awe and respect and honor. For your female genitals. So please do yourself a favor and download the Pussy Worship Practice and do it and enjoy. Okay, back to the episode. I teach these in my programs. If you download my freebies, this will be a great place to start. I would recommend checking out Eckhart Tolle's work. And a great place to start is his series, Gateways to Now. That's a great place to start and listen to the episode, Gateway to the Inner Body. Understanding that your body is alive. It's not just this mechanical machine, but it's a living organism. We also know this in trauma healing, right? Somatic healing, somatic experiencing, just how alive the body is and the felt sense experience inside is a very alive and vivid and communicative one. And so, if you're having recurring bacterial vaginosis infections or yeast infections, definitely seek medical help. But also do the energetic and emotional work because usually that's the underlying cause. There can also be, of course, systematic issues like unbalanced gut flora. So you could help your body to heal the conditions by making your entire system feel better, be better, have better bacteria balance and things like that but usually there is an initial conflict an emotional conflict an emotional imbalance that creates this issue where the body freaks out and does something that you don't understand and it just keeps doing it over and over and over again because it's a symptom of something it's not always the case but oftentimes it's the case and hopefully this can provide a piece of the puzzle to your healing and to your understanding and to a deeper and more meaningful relationship with your body and yourself a holistic relationship with yourself where you understand that your body is alive, and so you can respect it, honor it, communicate with it, and help it thrive. And so if you want to explore this and dive into the woo, (laughs) and really start communicating with yourself in this way, like I mentioned, you can download my freebies, they will give you practices, uh, guided practices to start connecting with yourself. Eckhart Tolle's Audios on Spotify are amazing, His Gateways to Now. Books like Waking the Tiger that talks about your body being a living organism and felt sense and how to understand how emotional trauma can show up as physical symptoms. That book is by Peter Levine. There's Anthony William, the medical medium. He has actually specific info on candida and other chronic and mystery illnesses. He has books, Instagram, Facebook page, and a radio show on Hay House. And start diving into understanding sexual healing, sexual integration, and love. This is so key to your healing. And start listen. What does your pussy say about the candida or about the baby? Does she say anything at all? What does she feel about the candida? What is this trying to tell you? What's the message? What's the inconvenient truth? Oftentimes we know in our hearts of hearts, in our pussy, what the truth is. But for whatever reason, we're convinced and too stubborn to avoid it because it doesn't align with what's easiest or what we think we want or need. And it can be hard to realize one's truth and speak it out loud and confess it to oneself. But ultimately, having that clarity is the first step to your healing and it will liberate you and set you free and help your body to heal. That was it for today. If you know someone who's struggling with yeast infections or recurring mystery illnesses, maybe send this to them. Maybe it can give them a new understanding and support them. I do want to say, however, I don't believe in the thing of like you cause yourself your issues and like because there is this emotional and energetic connection, you should feel shame and blame and it's your fault. So that's not all like that's not a narrative that I agree with at all. There are, you know, many different ways of understanding disease and illness and especially more complex diseases like cancer and all of the things. But it does not hurt when we have a sexual disease. In fact, it can only help when we have a kind of like concentrated sexual dysfunction and issue like yeast infections or BV to look at the energetic and the emotional piece. It can only serve you. Have compassion and love for yourself, for your body and may this contribute to your healing, your self-love, your self-compassion. Thank you for being here and for listening today. Bye-bye. Okay, my friend, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. I hope you learned something new today or that I reminded you of something you already knew or do, and that you feel inspired and encouraged to prioritize sex, pleasure, and orgasms in your busy life. If you love this podcast, please share it with your friends and give it a rating or review so this important message can reach more people on this planet thank you so much for being here and i'll see you next time